0: Hey, it's Tamson. Are you enjoying the Troutdale podcast? Consider supporting through Spotify on the Troutdale podcast homepage. Want to stay connected? You can follow on Instagram at hands.words.robots or through our website, www.handswordsrobots.com. Celery. Crispy. Crunchy. Tantalizing. When I sat down to do my research on celery, I knew very little about celery, outside of everyday usage. More often than not, it's typically last on my list amongst the collage of tomatoes, peppers, or carrots. I can be picky with my celery, and often prefer it in some sort of soup format, cooked down or in bite-sized pieces. I have spent many summers as a kid biting into the thick stalks of celery, only to have my mouth taken over by stringy fibers wedging themselves between my teeth like some kind of herbaceous braces. Maybe I was just the weird kid who didn't understand how to eat celery? But who cares what I think? In my experience, people's opinion of celery has ranged widely, from loving celery to passing on it altogether. If it weren't for this podcast episode i probably would not go out of my own way to do my research to the history and the etymologies of celery most of us haven't been given a reason to give more than two thoughts about celery in the first place most of us don't grow it we buy it we chop it we bless it we eat it in our lifetime it's about as basic of a vegetable as you get but today we won't be really talking about celery in the context of our lifetime we'll be discussing celery in its prime the glamorous, booming era of the 19th century. The overarching trend of celery's popularity and breakout days may have come and gone, but that doesn't mean it's lost its value or its very important place in life and history. In today's episode, I sat down with Mark and Sophia to break down how this aristocratic vegetable moved from Kalamazoo, Michigan to Troutdale, Oregon, from fine dining halls to casual platters of chicken wings. Is this one of my goofier episodes? Absolutely. Did we stay on topic? We tried. When I have <laughs> when I have described my experience of living in Troutdale as somewhere between berry fields and pop culture, this episode gives a peek into that. For all our goofiness, I hope this episode inspires you to take a deeper look into the things that appear mundane in our world, like celery or small town. With a little digging, many things become more astounding than we think they are. The introduction to this episode did not record as planned, so it's pretty nonsensical and periodically contains the crunch and chew of celery. For those with a sensitivity to chewing sounds and or just want to get to the point, consider skipping ahead to minute 1316. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this crazy episode about celery. (laughs) <laughs> I just like to play that. Um, welcome to the Troutdale Podcast. Welcome back, everybody who listens. Woo, snaps for the Woo! listeners. <laughs> um, so before we started recording, we were doing fun warm-ups, and we were doing a little introduction of who everybody is. I'm sure you all recognize the sweet whimpers of our puppy, Wendy.
1: Shout out to Wendy
0: shout out to wendy
1: is she a real one she re-
0: <laughs> um we want to go around in a circle and introduce who we are this episode yeah yes all right it, it can be whoever wants to start
1: uh, it- sure. yeah my name is mark um
0: hi mark, yeah, hi mark. Yeah, hi mark. Yeah.
1: Um, i play music i hang out with asher, um, hey asher. <laughs> i know jonathan and jess also but yeah that's who i am
2: um i'm sophia hi sophia thank you i'm uh mark's boyfriend and uh, i've known <laughs>
1: Wait,
2: <what>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're boyfriends we've been boyfriends for about five years now it's official it's precious mm-hmm. and um i'm a longtime friends with uh tamsin and joe shout cool. out
0: hey hey and uh, Mark, you're from California.
1: Yeah, again, like, I, it sounds weird to say because I just said this. But.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we're recording now,
2: so say it again. So, the
0: real thing. <laughs> sounded so good yeah, with the I same know, but Yeah,
1: But yeah, I grew up in the five cities, which is San Luis Obispo uh, area, like Arroyo, Grover. Um, and then I lived there for 10 years. And then I moved uh, to the Valley at Corcoran, Visalia, Fresno area. And then that's where I like played music, met all my day ones. Again, shout out to Dirk McGurk, and shout out to Fisher. (laughs) You guys are real ones, 559 Forever, Port Vida. That's what's up. Um, Mooney, Main Street, Um, they're all real ones. But yeah, that's where I cut my teeth and played music and eventually I moved to Portland, met the homies here. Love Tamsin, love Joe, and of course my history. boyfriend, my boyfriend Sophia. <laughs>
2: What's up?
0: The rest is history. That's right. Love you too, Mark. <laughs> yeah, and then
1: I am Joe. I'm a longtime listener, and uh, I'm a cardigan dad.
0: Cardigan dad. <laughs> nice. Do you want to explain cardigan dad?
2: So
1: cardigan dad is uh, who Wendy is, who's a cardigan corgi, and I'm her daddy.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh! I thought you said cardigan, and I was like, you're not wearing a cardigan no. right now. But a cardig- no. No. Card- Car- cardigan. Cardigan.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> cardigan. Well, awesome. Uh, thank you all for being here tonight. Um, well, this was going to be the part where I would have you guys cover your eyes, and I was going to bring out the topic for our evening, which okay. we could still technically do, but I think you already know what we're doing. Right? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, Joe, do you want to get the plate out of the fridge? Yes,
1: I will. Cardigan was, dad. Yeah, cardigan dad.
0: I got my eyes <laughs>
2: closed.
1: I was promised, uh, cucumbers or are...
0: Cucumbers?
2: Some, some type of vegetable. If there was a plate in the fridge that was ready.
0: It was ready? Oh, he's preparing a plate. This is, um, the, this is, um, you know those times in life when you're like, this did not go <laughs> like one ounce how you thought it was gonna go. You mean my go. entire life? Yeah. Then yeah,
1: I kinda can relate.
0: Uh, did you get it? Joey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Joey, that's not
1: now. Whoa, am I supposed to eat it with my eyes closed?
2: <laughs> okay, if you don't know, the list, if the listeners don't know, Joey just got some celery. Oh, oh my God. Well, Joey, you're... <laughs> do not. Do not. I, okay, anybody with misophonia, <laughs> just... Skip ahead The
1: fact five that it's called misophonia makes me think it's phony. Oh
0: my gosh. Th- this has gone so bad. It's just No, it's mean, perfect.
1: It's great. All this has to stand. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: I will not be partaking in this. No. No! I hate that. I'm taking my headphones off. Okay. Long time <laughs> listeners of the show, don't let this affect... Your, your viewership. Yeah.
1: Warning for anyone with misophonia. Here yeah. comes we need
2: a warning right in the beginning. Of, do you know what misophonia is, Tamsin? I take it you hate the sound of chewing. It's, it's the fear of chewing. Like it's the fear the of fear Mark of chewing. chewing. Yes. <laughs> it's chew- I mean, it's chewing, it's typing, it's noises. It's like repetitive noises. Oh. A lot of people, it's chewing. Some people, it's like other things doors creaking anything like that makes Uh, it makes people turn into uh you know it makes them have fits of rage kind of like zombies i
0: mean it's kind of like when you look into a lotus pod wait sure like who doesn't i mean well you know the people like like me when it's like circles like you don't like the holes Mm. like you don't like the way holes look oh yes what is that called i forget trip trip to trip trip,
2: chip no that's chip to fan (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's in, that's in that's turkey. turkey. Yeah, Isn't turkey will get turkey you, too. Some people, God. I don't like turkey. I'm, I'm not a fan of tryptophan. Let me tell you right now. Yeah, the fear I of
2: holes. Like tri- yeah, the fear uh, of holes.
0: It reminds me of that, but for, like, auditory. Yes, yeah.
2: auditory. Stuff. Oh, mm. my gosh. Okay, so what's with the salary tantrum? Okay, yeah. so the, what it was supposed to be... Mm. <laughs> was a surprise <laughs> oh i, I see i'm very surprised
1: <laughs> i thought they were gonna be cucumbers <laughs> i
0: wasn't expecting I heard the broccoli chewing at
1: first
0: yeah, yeah so up. the topic tonight is um celery in oh. troutdale <laughs> celery
2: is very interesting uh because a lot of people think it's empty calories it's just water but it's actually a superfood
1: mm-hmm. it's got oh. a
2: lot of health benefits and i can google them right now for you if mm-hmm. you're impatient sure. yeah i'm fine Hold with on. that The nutritional profile of celery is just an 80-gram raw serving that contains uh, 0.4 grams of protein. Protein? Yeah. My ears deceive me. What? Yeah. Uh, 0.2 grams of fat. What? 0.7 carbohydrate.
1: Is that when you put peanut butter in it though? Yeah. When you make the ants, on the, <laughs> ants, this ants is, on the log? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said and, yeah, You're on the wrong website, homie. And then
2: listen, <laughs> this, this might surprise you. 1.2 grams fiber.
0: Boom. Wow. More, this vegetable just continues to um, become more than what meets the eye. Mm-hmm. It's a full scope. It is a full scope. A nutritional scope. I love it. Um, Okay. Well, then I guess that opens up to our next question. Um, Do you like celery? Which I know, Sophia, you kind of already, but if you could sum it up, do you like celery? Yeah.
2: You know, I'm coming around on it. I, uh, you know, it's something to to throw into a stew. It's something to throw into a pot roast, you know, maybe a little bit in a tuna salad sandwich. You know, you can have celery on deck at all times and just, you can put it in (laughs) anything, really. What about you, Mark? Do you eat celery?
1: Yeah, I like to dip in in hummus. Of course, my yes. potato salad is what's up. Shout out to Derek. This yeah, yes. is pretty okay. Yeah, it um. is a
2: vessel. It's a vessel for dip, I must say. <laughs> it is prime. Yeah, yeah. For it's dip. like
1: it's mm-hmm. shaped just for it. It's like scoopable. It comes just just like that.
0: What about ants on a log? You just, know, it's like a mixed bag for me with ants on the log. I don't think because like it's like it. kind of watery. It makes the peanut butter or almond butter kind of watery, and mm. like that like ugh, grosses me out. I also don't like raisins.
1: Mm. Will um. you put raisins? On your yeah, ants that's on a log. what that is. Isn't right? that
2: what ants on a log is? Yeah, those I are put with the ants. Chocolate
1: sprinkles on my <laughs> chocolate
2: sprinkles. <laughs> I haven't dried up tried grapes, that. Yeah, you guys grapes. are doing it wrong.
1: Dried up grapes. <laughs> dried. You,
2: well, dried up grapes are raisins,
1: but yeah,
0: I need yeah. to try this sprinkle. Sprinkles, oh. what's up? Yeah, those are the ants. Mm-hmm. But then I can't imagine chocolate and celery. I've never tried that. I
1: know. It, it's delicious.
0: Okay, you're yeah. lying right now. No, I'm not.
1: You put frosting in there, or like, and then And then sprinkles. rainbow sprinkles or chocolate sprinkles? Chocolate sprinkles, bro. That's why they're called ants <laughs> on a log. Why do we rainbow sprinkles? <laughs> They're colorful. <laughs> <I've never laughs> seen colorful. A, a bunch of different colonies of ants hanging out. But yeah, could could happen. mix it up. <laughs> uh, to mix all the viewers
2: up. out there, email us all your ant species breeds, and we'll turn it into ants on a log, chocolate oh, sprinkle like edition. Yeah. I like this.
0: Mm-hmm. So in summary, Mark. Yes. Pro celery against celery.
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I vibe with it. I like <laughs> it. I'm here for it. All right, all right. Joe. I. Got into celery a little bit later in life, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> I believe that. That's powerful.
1: Um, I used to have it with my tuna fish, and I did not like it when someone prepared it that way. So
0: uh oh. I was like, take it out,
1: but I like it on its own, and when I'm bored, you know. On its own. If I want to be like a rabbit, just...
0: Give a good crunch. That
1: celery.
2: That celery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does celery take a lot of water to grow? I would imagine. Does it take a lot of effort? Yes. Yes, it takes effort to grow. (laughs) Okay,
0: where's it from? So it originally started in the Mediterranean as an herb. As Mm. an herb? As an herb. Wait, Um. So it started out as an herb, and they started to um, cultivate it to become what it is now.
1: Sounds like aliens have, like, they made, like, the xenomorphs and stuff. The what? Never mind.
2: What are xenomorphs?
1: Xenomorphs? Okay, Yeah. you want to take it?
2: you take a job <laughs> I trust you
1: with this happens. all right Mark you want no, to explain it, no, it to xenomorphs no that's a, that's a whole different podcast nah, he'd
0: butcher it <laughs> wow
1: I just got done watching Alien Covenant oh
0: okay yeah. all right well <laughs> if anybody who's listening knows what they're talking about feel free to weigh in on celery and it's um, mirroring attributes to what is it
1: Xenomorph. 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 Okay. Baby face huggers. Pods. <laughs> works. Okay,
0: okay. So it lives in the parsley, dill, and carrot family. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll just kind of I'll just kind of start jumping into the a brief history of celery. <laughs>
1: Wait, so you can do it, and it doesn't hurt your ears, but if somebody else does it, it does?
2: Listen, if I do it, to all my misophonia viewers out there, just let me know. Does your own chewing noises bother you? No. Or is it just other people? Other I never know. Other it. people.
0: I, I agree. Okay, so we'll jump back into a brief history of celery. Um, so we've already established that celery is an herb. It's a part of the parsley, carrot, and dill family. Um, it's As we said, its origins were in the Mediterranean. Wow. And um, it was being grown in English gardens by the 18th century. Something that I thought was a fun fact was in 1747, there was a woman named Hannah... I'm assuming it's Glass. It's spelled G-L-A-S-S-E. Okay. That's glass, right? Glass. Yeah, it yeah. About it. or glace, or glace. If you, you want to be get sp- fancy, <laughs>
1: yeah, you want to church it up. Yeah. yeah, It's glace. I
0: am Hannah glace. Joe Dirité. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she wrote a book um, in 1747 called or that was like the most popular cookbook in England at the time, and um, it's called The Art of Cookery. And I'm actually interested in this cookbook because I didn't know that a 1747 cookbook existed. From that long ago, mm-hmm. but anyway, in there is a wow. recipe for celery sauce.
1: An Instagram thing, I'll send it to you. And this guy makes sandwiches from all kinds of cookbooks from like way back in the day sandwiches and like from of all... history, yeah, exactly. Yes, he wears the button down. Yes.
0: I love that yeah. guy, yeah,
1: he's amazing. <laughs> Wendy likes so, yeah.
0: it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wendy's about it. I can't believe yeah. you're following him.
1: I'll do small yeah. world, yep. Yeah. I ran into Bill Oakley at uh Safeway.
0: Wait, is that the guy who does? It? The,
1: he does the no. Simpson. He's a he's a Simpson guy, but he does like oh. his other Instagram thing. How does
0: <laughs> wait? How does Bill Oakley tie back into this? I think I missed a. Part. Oh, it he's, he
1: follows the Sandwich Guy, and they they oh. collaborate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll get you there. Yeah, don't worry. My ADD brain. <laughs> <This laughs> it's is so it's hard, to, hard to follow. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> this is so
0: cool. I'm glad that that Sandwiches of History guy is getting like some legit recognition because he's just so he's great. really
1: good. Yeah, <laughs> seems just, like a sweetheart.
0: Yeah, opens it up with the same, Welcome to Sandwiches of History. Today <laughs> we're going to be doing blah blah blah. and-
1: it's usually just mayonnaise and stuff on a piece oh, of yeah. bread. I'm like, oh.
0: yeah. <laughs> you should do a celery sandwich. Okay, so this is where we're gonna turn the corner into the part that like blew my noggin, and it blew my noggin so much to where oh. it still doesn't like feel real. Oh my god. Okay, so by the 19th century, which is the Gilded Age, I don't know if anybody's watching that on HBO, mm-hmm. but okay, well, t- Titanic yeah hell yeah (coughs) okay that's the gilded age period okay um so in the 19th century celery was in new york city was the third most popular dish underneath coffee and tea no yes wait right mark your face is like like, it doesn't make sense i'm like i don't know if i can believe that wait
2: (laughs) coffee and tea is not a dish though no celery was third yeah wait but what just raw (coughs) celery or like so
1: Huh. It must have been, yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Google says, in the 1800s, in particular, that, that whole century, it was fussy to grow and difficult to obtain, and this made it irresistible to the Victorian upper classes. Between the 1830s and the early 1900s, celery appeared
0: as a standalone dish.
2: It's mm. crazy.
0: Standalone. Standalone don't need anything Mm -hmm. else because what they used to do is they had like these curated celery vases that they made specifically for celery used to fill it with ice water and stick the (gasps) stalks in there oh
2: kind of like cucumber you put cucumber water
0: and it's like fancy i guess so 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 infused
1: water yeah but
0: they but they ate the celery sticks it wasn't like infused water it was like a bouquet on the table, what? and you would like pick out your celery stick. Oh, you didn't drink the water? No. Okay. It was just literally like celery sticks in these like fancy celery vases. Okay. They, what they, and was
1: that? it cool because it was oh, like the new, new? Like it was like yeah, different? It, it was yeah. like
0: the cool vegetable of the moment. <laughs> was it imported or did they grow it there? Um. From my readings, it was mostly it. it was mostly um, farmed it domestically. I kind of actually want a celery base now mm. to just serve my celery it, and. Logo. It would last
2: longer. I it thought it would, and
0: it would be so enjoyable too. Yeah. Okay, so after the height of celery, the trends changed. So the table trend was like. Tall bouquets. Everything mm-hmm. was tall. Tall candlesticks. Mm-hmm. Tall mm-hmm. pretty vertical things. Very vertical. Vertical celery. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that was not cool anymore because the restaurants were then following those trends. And they're huh. like, okay, well, once it's caught up to the restaurants, well, it's not cool anymore. We need to do something else. Oh, it's popular now. So now it's not popular. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And so that's when trends started to change to lay everything flat. Mm. So that's when celery took its transition from being held upright to be laying flat like Mm -hmm. how we do it now. Horizontal celery. Horizontal. And then that's also where it started to kind of decline. (laughs) It's popularity. (laughs) Okay, so in the 1890s, Kalamazoo, Michigan becomes the celery capital of the world. I like your face, Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Kalamazoo.
1: (laughs) The word Kalamazoo got me. (laughs) I am now paying attention. I was checked out. Babe. I love the name Kalamazoo.
0: <laughs> so Kalamazoo becomes the capital of celery. It's called Celery City. Ooh. Freshest dew from Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. Celery yes. Celery by Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. Celery. <laughs> and those are not my fancy words. Those are words that they actually that was like a thing. Wow. Yeah. I would have moved there. <laughs> so we'll head into how celery ties into Troutdale. Okay. So um, I hope I'm going to pronounce these names right. So um, Horace McGinnis Um, was one of the celery farmers in Troutdale Um, he came to visit he came from Kalamazoo Michigan in the early 1900s to visit his brother who was already in Troutdale and he looked at the soil in Troutdale and was like ah This is going to work great. Aha. Aha. How do you look at the soil and just feel like, aha? Because I guess it looks, um, it's very similar to the soil that's in Michigan. I see. That produces such good celery. All right. Mm. So I'm going to read from the book. And for those listening, this is Sharon Nesbitt's book that she wrote. Um, It could have been Carpdale, Centennial History of Troutdale, Oregon, 1907 to 2007. You can pick it up at the Troutdale Historical Museum. And I encourage you to do that because they put a lot of work into this. So Horace McGinnis perceived that the sandy soil of the Columbia River bottomlands north of Troutdale had the same potential as his hometown for the crop. Troutdale's bottomlands offered topsoil almost immeasurably deep, the deposit of thousands of years as Brett's floods swept down the Columbia River. I don't know what... Brett's floods is. Well, that's Do we, need why we to got, Google. Well, that's why we got Google. <laughs> Stand by. Stand by. In 1909, McGinnis made to the move west in the partnership with his son Morris McGinnis, um, the Oregon-born third generation of the family. So that means he was the third generation in Oregon to be born. Sounds like it. I was a little confused there. <laughs> let's go so, with it yeah okay let's rock with that um so the family learned celery farming from his grandfather in quote i liked to work with my grandfather mm. because he sat down a lot we called <laughs> <Dude. laughs> it. Same. <Sames. laughs> i rock with this i guy. know i yeah. love that i love that quote um we called it the celery gardens grandfather called it the marsh okay yeah, but I, 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 like that. I liked that quote. <laughs> of, I liked working with them because he sat down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> In fields north of the Union Pacific Railroad tracks, now covered by outlet stores, fast food restaurants, and truck stops, mm-hmm. he planted his small plot of celery. Mm. That's what I was trying to get. Wow. So when you drive through Troutdale and you see the outlet stores and the yeah. truck stop and stuff, that was where his... That's where that's where the celery where was. They're no longer there. <laughs> no longer there. Now you can go buy stuff from Safeway and Gap and Pendleton. Mm, and so they drove Safeway and all the big uh, stores drove
2: them out of business? Not exactly. Not exactly. A lot of people sold their farmland.
0: Yeah. Mm, so. In the 20s? and thir- I mean, the 30s was a Great Depression. It sounds like the 70s is when a lot of farms got sold mm, off so far. In my reading, it sounds like the 70s. Well, well at least for the celery fields... The the seventies were a big shift. The politics of celery. Yeah. But right. that too and World War Two also
2: mm. contributed a lot. I
0: see. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I got something about the Brett's floods that okay, yeah. swept down um, the Columbia River gorge and helped feed and put nutrients into this the This is celery. Awesome, Sophia, thank you. Yeah. So it actually came from Missoula. There's a yeah, there's a cataclysmic, I think that's how you pronounce it. Gla catacombs. Catac- Catalysmic 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 I think well <laughs> nevertheless there was a, there was something there was something big was <laughs> it, it was a glacial lake outburst floods that sl- swept periodically across eastern Washington and down the Columbia River Gorge at the end of the last ice age Wow so I'm sure that it was just pumped full of uh, nutrients all that good stuff so dense. Yeah. Very dense, came. it was in ages old as well. Came down the Columbia River Gorge and started to wow. you know, grow and help the celery flourish. Can
0: you imagine eating celery from that mm. soil? Oh my god, a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it probably tasted awesome. Oh. I thought it did, it was probably super that's probably why. I, yeah,
1: it was hot back then. Yeah, like people you know, were like, oh, this is pretty fire.
0: You know, maybe that's what it is, is we're like a hundred years too late. Yeah, all this dead Ice Age
2: stuff coming down.
1: <laughs> Pack full of that alien DNA. Yeah. Alien
2: DNA! What did you say earlier, Xenomorphs. Joey? The zoo.
1: Xenomorphs. 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 Yeah, For yeah. real, it's t- tying poster. back.
2: We're tying it right back. <laughs> Xenomorphs <laughs> in the glacial waters in our celery.
1: Yeah. They were there. Alien versus predator.
0: We're blowing the lid off this thing. Oh my thing.
1: It's all hidden in plain sight. <laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs> it's all right there.
0: Um. So this is just a fun fact. Um, celery used to be white, but there used to be like s- several, several different kinds of celery. People took their celery. Cel- people took their celery seriously. Nice. <laughs> oh.
1: <totally laughs> yeah. I'll say that three times fast. <laughs> take your celery
0: seriously. Take your celery seriously. Um, take your um, celery seriously. Take your yeah. celery,
1: celery.
0: Um, okay, so Horace, our, our friend that we're talking about with the celery farms, um, so this is also interesting. I couldn't find any further details on this, but in he entered several competitions, and in 1922, he won the world champion trophy of the Celery King Contest in Indiana. Wow receiving a silver-loving cup about two feet tall. Wow. What is that trophy? Is that
1: trophy? <laughs> yeah, where is it right
0: now? That actually sparked my question. I was like, okay. I got to go back to the museum and see if they have that trophy there.
1: Do they? Yeah. Oh, don't, you didn't go,
0: yeah. I didn't. I wasn't looking for it the last time I was there, <laughs> but I was reading through this, and I was like, oh, they. I hope that 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 trophy exists somewhere maybe Maybe it's in the family it's
2: like
1: hey where's that celery trophy (laughs) it's like oh maybe it's with
2: his family just go knocking on their door one day just hunt him down just can i see this yeah
0: but it looks like there's other celery kings across the country but i've not been able to pinpoint how the contest worked or like a roster of like Wow. All the Celery and That's King another winners. show I would
1: watch, Celery Kings. I know. Like, Kings. Let's do it. Tiger King. I mean, next year I need Celery you. Kings. Really, there's a demographic here that they're not really yeah. touching on.
0: I know. Well, I mean, I personally, I, I think so. I would watch a Celery King documentary. 100%. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. know about all those farmers beca- winning Celery King. It's very yeah. interesting. Or King of Celery. Or foot trophies. So is there <laughs> no more celery competition? I don't think so. No more? They stopped that. Well, every time I try to Google celery king or king of celery competition it's i might get one or two historical archives that mm-hmm. pop up but like nothing that tells what it is or if it's even still in practice all right everybody this is a really important moment because wendy's finally relaxing she went into her crate she crate on she finally finally her will, own accord. Went into her crate. <laughs> uh, okay so um Troutdale held 60... What was it? I'm just going to read my notes. Okay. Um, Troutdale held 60 of the 360 acres in Oregon of celery fields but um their small amount of 60 boasted the best quality of celery okay um what a uh, quality criteria involve that, i know that's why i want a king of celery documentary so you, that yeah. we know
2: we just don't know <laughs> We just don't know
0: <laughs> i gotta like just the snap the crunch do they just crunch
2: it and then whatever has the crunch the the loudest crunch is the winner maybe that and also maybe height like
1: yeah how it's for sure it's got to be you know how they grow those giant tomatoes
0: yeah yeah you know,
1: some james and the giant pete's yeah style stuff the giant pete's
0: giant pete's <laughs>
1: attack of the killer tomatoes yeah yes. something like no. this yeah yeah
0: it's got to be something to do with height maybe crunch, crunch. Maybe color color because
1: it can't be green
0: can't be green, it's gotta be the white. The greener, the mm.
1: worse, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to eat no green celery. You, you can't
2: go into a Safeway and you know how you feel the pears, you feel them with your hands, you can't go to celery and just crunch them, see which has a snappiest crunch. That's why you
1: wash your food. You're the person going through touching everything in I'm, the store. I'm <laughs> touching
2: everything. How else are you gonna tell if your uh, avocados are ripe enough to eat?
1: Eyeball it, bro. You don't know? No,
2: eyeballing avocados? <laughs> you are, are you serious? Avocado.
0: You
1: do not the eyeball They're squishy, right?
2: Yes, but not too squishy. Not you know squishy. you
0: know that, that general statistic that that say like men like to take more risks than women Uh I think that's mark eyeballing
2: eyeballing.
1: this one looks fine yeah the green banana yeah let's go
2: no wonder your guac's all chunky
1: (laughs) chunky guac dude that's what's up it's the name of my food truck
0: (laughs) (laughs) chunky guac actually I'd eat from there honestly it sounds good I don't know guys
1: start serving celery dude trust me
0: um okay so this is more of a um how did i write this i said um um so as i mentioned um world war ii seemed to have a big impact on troutdale and it's in its farmlands um so celery around world war ii hit a decline because of its laborious is it laborious or laborious
1: yeah It depends on what part of the country you're from. (laughs) I say laborious. Laborious?
0: I think I say laborious. Laborious too, I guess.
1: Laborious. Laborious.
0: Laborious. It just
1: sounds cooler. Mm. Okay,
0: laborious. So as I mentioned, in World War II, that seemed to take a big impact in trout dill and its celery. Um, It hit a decline because of its laborious (laughs) process. (laughs) Um, So it couldn't be upheld by the the manpower, basically, because so many... I'm going nice. to say kiddos. Kiddos and kind of. men were um, being shipped off to war, which oh, is kind of sad. Honestly. they didn't have any workers <laughs> so on the farm. So they didn't have any workers to what? uphold the, how much the work it took. Um, I don't know, probably doing other things with, like, aluminum and, you know, <laughs> yeah. uranium. Well, cause remember, well yeah, because remember in, like, yeah. World War II, the men went off to war, and then all the women became, like, nurses yes. and techs and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so that fact made me kind of sad. I was like, Aw, that's <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Man. Bummer for the celery, Bummer for the boys. Yeah, no one wins in that situation. Um, but this was another cute fact. So Morris McGinnis, who was the son of Horace McGinnis, um, he used to host a celery feed night, um, where it sounds like he, they would make a huge stew and like serve whiskey, and it was like a last like um, last night shenanigans, you know, before people had to go off to war. So wow. and it was called the celery feed, and so he would use the celery that, you know, he harvested for this um, stew and they used to have like a romp in time yeah. before. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I guess I guess after this conversation and after this, I feel like I could count celery as a comforting vegetable now.
1: Okay. That's what it's <laughs>
2: <sounds. laughs> Sure thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, when I entered into this process, I was like, celery is such a hard, cold, sort of non-interested vegetable. But now I'm starting to see it as like, oh, I count this as like a comfort vegetable.
2: What is it? It's like fifty cents. A pound.
1: If you need a friend, it's there for you.
0: <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like, you know. It's affordable. It's reliable. It has this long history. It's there to support you. Like mm-hmm. celery is a very supportive dish. I feel like. Yeah. So anyway, am I the only one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get adding, it. I'm adding personality it. traits to celery. <laughs> <laughs> Anthropomorphizing. Yeah. That's, that's
2: a word I learned the other day. Uh, you're on it with the, with the conditions and stuff.
0: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got one last section, and then we'll be wrapped up. No! Well, I mean, you can always comment <laughs> if you want. There's a okay. last section of information. All right, all right. Then we can keep having fun. <laughs> then we can talk about anim- Animorphs? Xenomorphs. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm going to remember this episode for life, <laughs> Okay, so we're on to the last chunk of... People. So now we have the Wilson Celery Growers, Ooh. which was another family in Troutdale that grew celery. Okay. Similarly, in a similar area as Horace's okay. farm. I guess it kind of sounds like all the celery people were like close together with their land, with the soil, with the, and soil. the glacier waters. I'm assuming so. Um, okay. So this is, again, facts that I love. So Russell Wilson attended Oregon Agriculture College and graduated in 1916, um, which I think Oregon Agriculture. Ad- Oregon Agriculture College is now OSU. What? I'm pretty sure I read that right. Why? But I, I always doubt myself when I start recording.
2: Well, you know, just be confident and then. Yeah, I mean, I can
0: correct it later. <laughs> then you can correct it later. Yeah, get that later. Kanye confidence. You can say
1: anything you want. Take it
0: till you make it. I believe you. Yeah. And um, so he was there around the same time Horace was. Um, and it sounds like their farms were close to each other on the Columbia River. Um, and so he bought the family farm from his mom after his uh, father died in 1920. It was 29 acres, and they started uh, farming in 1921. Um he was accredited as a pretty uh great farmer of celery um he kept track of the weather daily for the celery for the crops for the crops yeah i just thought that How? was i don't know if i could have had that diligence to yeah. keep track of the weather daily but i guess it would make sense if you're trying to if harvest you're a
1: farmer yeah if
0: you're a farmer and you're like wanting to repeat like, if something works out, you'll yeah. want to go back in your notes. 100%, how, did, yeah. how did he feel about daylight savings? Is there an <laughs> opinion on there? Don't get Real There's a whole <laughs> chapter on
1: daylight savings in this yeah. book.
0: Um, okay, so he farmed until the 1950s. Um, okay, you guys know when you're going to the gorge and you drive down that highway and you pass the truck stop? Absolutely. And you pass the Dairy Queen? Yes. Okay, so that freeway came in, I think it was around World War II, and oh, it cut cool. their farm in half. And (gasps) and I know. That sucks. I know. They were disappointed about it at first, but it worked out in terms of when they sold the farm. Mm. But I like to think that that underpass is there because of these farmers, because they had to get to their crops. Yeah. So I like to think that they built that overpass so that they could still get to their crops. That makes sense. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Again, if anybody knows Oregon history of um, transportation Mm -hmm. and highway design, I would like to know, Mm -hmm. did they keep that overpass there so that farmers could get to the celery? Mm -hmm. Um, Things we need to know. Yes. Very important (laughs) information. Um, Yeah. So by the 1980s, Natalie, his wife, sold the farm in two parts, the truck stop, and sold the rest to the port of Portland, which is the airport um, hangar area right there and they came out with six figures so
1: not bad
2: Why? not no, bad for the 70s for the 70s that's yeah,
0: pretty bad. good yeah
2: well i don't know about you guys but i'm gonna go to safeway tomorrow i'm gonna get two big stocks
0: celery for two bucks and put or it less. on your table and feel fancy because Ooh, i'm gonna put it in water yeah, yeah like put it okay. in water and feel fancy well any other questions or anything anything you anyway anything you want to sum up on the joe what's so funny <laughs>
1: What do you got? I got a piece of celery stuck in my tooth. Uh oh. Like for real? No.
0: Uh Oh. (laughs) Got me excited for a second. Yeah, I actually got excited (laughs) too. I was like full circle. I was like, show us, show us. All right. Yeah, any uh, final thoughts? Final thoughts.
2: Next time I'm going through Traddale, I'm going to be looking for those non existent celery fields. Me too. Where, Mm. what did you say was there again? A superstore? Of some sort? The outlet
0: stores. The outlet stores. The Columbia, the Columbia Gorge outlet stores that are so popular.
2: Next time you're going through the Columbia Gorge outlet stores, walk into a coach or a... <laughs> what else is there? I think... I thought there a, was a, a Gap. A Levi's, a Gap. There's a Pendleton. Go up, Go up to your retail worker and let them know that That's... they're sitting... They're standing on what used to be a legendary celery crop. Just let them
0: know. Nice. Well, thanks for sitting and listening and getting through the most
1: epic heinous yeah no heinous. a laborious <laughs> <that what> <laughs> xenomorphic the most, the most xenomorphic xenomorphic, <laughs> xenomorphic.
0: I, you know there always has to be one episode that just does not at all go to plan and this that's was that's why this I'm here one. yeah but I'm, I'm glad it was with you two that were patient I uh, stumbled through it so thank no, you no you did fine Thanks, you amazing <laughs> thank yeah. you Um so I'm gonna wrap up this episode by saying thank you farmers for all the hard work that you do that we so much take for granted as we just pick it up
1: yeah, yeah. Snaps yeah
0: snaps for celery and snaps for celery all for our farmers so go out and support your local farmers and yeah when you're driving down through Troutdale to the gorge just know you're driving through some pretty cool old celery fields and so. also the Brett's Floods yeah. remains. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Episode TBT. Episode TBD. TBD.
1: So. So it'll be D- DLC, downloadable content. Yeah. Is that what's that?
0: <laughs> so thank you, Mark. Say, thank you, Sophia. Thank you, Joe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So
0: All right.